God. I thank you for everything you've taught me, O Lord, and I pray you bring it all back to remembrance, O Lord. Lord, for you give the letter light, the Spirit give the letter light, O God. And speak through me and teach me and educate your people, O God. Teach us your word, Lord. You said in your word that people perish for the lack of knowledge, O God. So give us the knowledge of you and give us the wisdom to use that knowledge, O Father. But let us put it into practice, but let us not just stop at hearing your word, but be doers of your word, too, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 How's everyone doing today? Good. 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 How's everyone doing today? Good. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. God is good. So today's word is resting in the finished works of Jesus. Nope. The finished works of Jesus. Now what he's going to do is what he's already done. Amen. What he's already done echoes to all eternity. Not something he's going to do, something he's already done. Uh, and today, I want us to take note of two words. Blessings blessings, and curses. And the definitions of it. Right? Uh, the blessings is an empowerment to prosper. Uh, the empowerment to prosper. Or the empowerment to be successful. Mm -hmm. or the provisions to be successful. Curses are the empowerment to fail. The empowerment to fail. In the Bible it shows that the prophet once tried to curse the people of God. But every time he opens his mouth to curse them, he end up blessing them. Mm -hmm. So he was unable to curse the people of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, today's scripture is going to come from Hebrew 4, 8. Hebrew chapter 4, verse 8. And that is the scripture we're going to focus a lot on today. Um, I wouldn't be rushing. I will take my time. And whatever we don't get through, then next fourth Sunday that Pastor even got opportunity to preach, we're going to continue where we left off. I'd like to stay God's willing on this topic of resting on the finished works of God um, probably until November. So this is the one thing that I'll be focusing on. Because I'm a strong believer if you're getting on this if you're getting anything you must get understanding. Because if you don't know what to do, how to do where to do, or you don't know to depend on God and you don't know what to do, then you're not going to be successful. Or blessed. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 8. When you all have it, say amen. Amen. Alright, so we've done a few. So my script, I'll be reading from the NIV. Uh, you all could follow. It may look a little different, but it's the same word. Hebrews 4. Verse 8. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So, for if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. I want us to focus on that. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. 
And so the word Sabbath is defining the type of rest. A Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest, also rests from their works. Anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works. Just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort, something of our part, make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. I'm going to read that again because I think uh, this scripture really has a lot inside of it that we need to just take and divide. The Bible talks about rightly dividing the word truth. So we really have to understand, especially the New Testament, which is the Old Testament, which is the shadow of Christ, and the New Testament, where we walk away with the bridegroom and not just a shadow anymore. So we have to get, uh, the Bible says that the Old Testament was written for our learning, you know, the shadow of Christ. So now that we have Christ, we can't just walk away with the shadow, but we have to look to the shadow and compare it with the bridegroom to see exactly what God is trying to teach us. And this is the goodness of this scripture right here. For if Joshua had given them rest, if Joshua had did it, God would not have spoken about a later day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Amen. Let us therefore make every effort to enter the, that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. So let us understand this work that God rested from, so that we can understand work we should rest from, because that has been the focus in the scripture. The work that God rests from, and the work that we rest from. We want to enter into the rest, so we can rest like God rests. So we have to go back and understand you know, is there's a law of first mention, meaning that when something was first brought up, it holds weight. So we have to go back to Genesis when God created everything. And we have to examine it to understand why did God rest? So God created everything, right? He created the earth, He created the animals, you know, the lakes, the stars, He created everything. Then, he created man. He created a place for man. And in it, everything man to be successful before he created man. So I really want us to pay attention to that. Because the blessings is an empowerment to prosper. Right? An empowerment to be successful. And before God created man, God created somewhere for man to be empowered to prosper or be empowered to be successful before creating man. And we have to examine that and understand that man didn't do anything to earn that. When God created Adam and God created Eve, what did they do to earn the earth? What did they do to earn the Garden of Eden? What did they do 
to earn all the provisions and blessings. They had everything they needed. They didn't have to work to eat. They could eat up any fruit of the garden. Right? And they had God. God was with them. Bible said God walked with them in the coolness of the day. They had everything that was needed for them to be successful. They were blessed. But what happened in the New Testament was the blessings came before man. And not man before the blessings. Man did not have to work for the blessings. The blessings was waiting on man. Mm -hmm. Bible said the earth cries for the children of God. The blessings was waiting on man. And so that is something we really have to understand when we're talking about rest. Because if we really examine it and God rested, what did God rest it from? God rested from blessing man. God rested from creating everything that was needed to empower man to prosper. God did not rest because he was tired. God rested because his work was done. And in the beginning, man also rested. Like we just said, what did Adam have to do? For all his provisions that he needed to be successful, Adam didn't have to earn it. Adam didn't have to work for it. It was given to him as a gift. Just like grace. If he didn't have to earn it, it was given to him as a gift. And so that's what happened to me in the beginning. You know, God came in, he had man as an idea, like, I want to meet man. But first I have to make everything that man needs to be successful. And so he made the earth. And so when God made everything to make the blessed man, the blessings for man, then God rested. God rested from blessing man. And man rested in the blessings that God provided for him, which was everything. And God gave man dominion over everything. A man rested in that. Man did not have to earn that. And I say this because there is a work. And when God say, well, when I say rest, right, I do not mean resting from work. Because some people can think that. And I want you to go home and quit your job and then come looking for e-work. You know, because... If you still got bills to pay, you're not going to be able to rest, right? But Adam still had something to do. God told him to name all the animals, right? God told him to be fruitful and multiply and tend to the garden, right? So it's clear that this rest was not resting from work, but resting while he worked. You see, Adam didn't have to worry about providing for himself. Because God wanted to be Adam's provider. So God provided everything for Adam to make him successful. Therefore, Adam could now freely work for God. 
in times and even in this world of work and we have jobs and so forth, we tend to look at our, our job that is temporary as our source. And we forget who our source is supposed to be. It's God. Right? And so the work is not resting from work. It's resting while you work. And that is something I want us to understand and also understand that you didn't have to work for the blessing. But what what happened that took Adam out of the blessings of God? What happened? Something happened to take Adam and Eve out of that blessings of God. But let's focus a little bit more about the blessings. Uh, we know that recently, Jean's daughter had a baby, right? Sorry to put you on the spot. Before that baby came, they had a baby shower, right? Did the shower, was the shower there before the baby came or after the baby came? Before the baby came. Why have the shower before the baby came? Prepare. Exactly. For everything that that baby needs afterwards, mm -hmm. it comes into the world. That was the shower there for. Did that baby have to earn that? Mm -hmm. What did that baby do to get that? Not just be. It was just, that. That was God' intention from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. He wanted to provide for us. He wanted to bless us. He wanted to take care of us so that we may freely serve him. That's why Jesus told his disciples, as freely you receive, freely you give. You understand? So, I want us to understand what we must rest from and what God rests from. Because, you know, throughout Christianity, there's always been a very big debate of what the Sabbath is. It's always been a big debate of what the Sabbath is. If it's Saturday, if it's Sunday, listen, I worship and pray to God seven days a week, right? But it's always been a this debate. But if you really examine and look at the scriptures, the Bible says that God rested on the seventh day. That's true. There's no debating that. But what I want to understand is where did it say God stopped resting? Was it on the eighth day? Did God stop resting on the ninth day? Did God stop resting on the 10th day? Was he 11 day? That's nowhere to be found. Why? God remained in rest until sin came in the picture. The sin of unbelief. That's what took God out of rest. That's when you see God working again and slaying an animal and giving it, giving his skin to Adam and Eve to cover their nakedness which was the evidence of their sin. That is when you see God working in him. That is when you see man out of rest. And in exchange of the blessing for the sin of unbelief, he received the curse instead. God told Adam and Eve, okay, you can have every other thing in the garden, but a tree of, of, of good and evil, don't touch that. He said, this tree, do not touch that, or you shall surely die. 
God said he created them in his image and his likeness. But then the devil came and he said, God don't want you to eat it because he knows you're going to be like him. But God said they were already like him. Right? And this is what God said we will die. The devil said, you will not surely die. So what's happening here? They are believing somebody, someone else's report. Whose report will you believe? They're believing somebody over God. And that's what hit right here, the sin of unbelief. Their heart was hardened because God created the earth for them. God created everything for them. God gave them everything they needed. Then he had to worry about clothes. They were covered by the glory of God. They had to worry about food. They had to worry about where they're going to sleep. They had to worry about their purpose. God already gave Adam the intelligence to name all the animals. And God was with him. But he believed someone else's report and forgot all that God has done. So Adam's heart and Eve's heart were hardened. So the sin of unbelief because of a hardened heart is what causes separation. What caused man to come out of rest. That's what caused man to come out of rest. And that's what caused God to come out of rest. So man went to God and said, you know, this is unbearable because now man has the curse. Now by the sweat of your brow you shall eat. Man now have the curse. And so man don't have the blessings anymore. You know, turns are going over the soil. Man don't have the blessings anymore. And man say, what should I do to be righteous again? And God give man the law. The law of all the commandments. You don't stop at just ten commandments. We have the whole law. And we don't talk about all the other law. We have the sacrificial law. We have all the other law. And man can't keep all that law. So God had to step in and save man. But now we know what command God rested from, and we could possibly return to that rest, right? I'd like to go to another scripture, Hebrew, chapter 3, verses 8 to 11. scripture, um, I just want to show you in, in, in scripture of what causes you to come out with the rest of God so that then you know how to stay in rest and you know what works to rest from and what work you have to do as a Christian because if you don't understand what God has already done for you you're going to keep getting God to do something Right? Something that is already done. So if you're asking God to do something that is done, then what you're actually operating in is called unbelief. So we gotta we gotta not have a heart and heart. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 8 to 11. You have it say amen. Amen. And I'll read. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. 
as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me God talking here for two, two for 40 years they saw though for 40 years they saw what I did that is why I was angry with that generation I said their hearts are always astray and they have not known my ways so I declared on an oath in my anger they shall never enter my rest they shall never enter my rest let's focus a little bit here on what God said he says for 40 years they saw all that I have done 40 years they saw all that I have done but they didn't believe for 40 years they saw all that God has done and they did not believe and that's why they weren't able to enter into rest so how do we enter into rest you have to believe God we have to believe in the finished works of Jesus. That's why when Jesus died on the cross, and he said on the cross, he said it is finished, it echoed back all the way to the beginning when God said it is finished. Because now Jesus, in his word, made preparations for everything that we need to be successful. And all we have to do is believe in that word. And this is why in almost everything I preach is coming back to the word. Even something I'm gonna call pastor, Pastor all the stuff is like the word, that's what you need. And Jesus told the disciples, he says, the needed thing is the word. And that's all it comes down to us. A man asked Jesus, he said, What can what shall we do to do these works of God? I'm gonna read the scripture right here. You don't have to turn in. Jesus answered, The work of God is to believe in whom he sent. Mm -hmm. The Bible said in the beginning there was the word and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among men. And Jesus said, believe in whom he sent. So whom have you sent? The word. You see what I'm saying? So it all ties down back to it. We want to do an actual work to get the blessing. We want to do something in our own power to get the blessing. God is saying, let him worry with that part of fulfilling stuff. And he just wants us to believe in him and believe in his word to enter into rest. It's just like Peter when he walked in water. The word said, come. And Peter went. And then Peter sees a storm and believe a different report. And Peter began to sink. What I'm saying is we have to continue to believe the report of God. But there's no way we could do that if we don't stay in the word. If we don't study the word and meditate the word. The word said, I shall keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So if your mind is stayed in the word. But your mind cannot be stayed in the word if you don't study the word. The mind can't be stated in the word if you don't meditate the word. Your mind can't be stated in the word if you don't watch videos about the word. Your mind only can't be stated in the word if you don't study. 
We can't be a Christian without following Christ. And we can't follow Christ without knowing his word. And we can't know his word until we study it. So it all comes back to that. It wouldn't be enough to be a Christian to only be in the word on a Sunday when you come to church. It has to be an everyday living stuff. And don't condemn yourself saying, oh, I didn't read it today, so maybe I'm doing bad. It's not about doing bad or good. If you don't read a word, you shouldn't feel condemned. You should feel hungry. You should feel uneasy, like, hmm, something right for the day for me. Something wrong. Oh, I know. I had no work today. Because that's how I be feeling. I don't know. I'm somewhat addicted to the word. Because every single day, I drive to church here with my mom today. Ask her. I have preferable dollar on all the way here. It's sermons for like an hour. And I'm listening to that when I drive. It's not even music. That's what I listen to. And then when I go home at night, I watch my little shows and stuff like that. But then after, I put the word on. That's what I do. I run to East 20 to encourage me. There's something I call pastor. That's why she tells me. The word again. And so I stay in perfect peace. Because... I begin to trust in God because faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You become confident in the word the more and more you spend in it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't spend time in it, then you can't. So I want us to continue to study our word, trusting God that we may rest in his works. And uh, for the next few Sundays, uh, when I preach again, I'll be focusing on that so that we just understand more about rest. Because we just touched a, a tiny part of it today, but it's, it's a whole lot more to do with the resting and the finished works of God. Amen? Amen. 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 Amen.